Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Hey, 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 y'all. How's everybody doing on this Thursday? Yep, it's your boy, Mighty Mike and Mike, coming to you live from Studio 818. Hey, look, have y'all ever heard of Jufro? Hmm? What do you mean, Mighty Mike and Mike? You know what? I was reading that we are Jewish inwardly and that we are the seed of Abraham. But anyway, I'll tell you why. You know, right now I got a bald head and all. But I was thinking about getting me a fro, y'all, because what I see, women's hair be just growing out real quick. Like one week I'll see them, their hair be short. Then the next week their hair be long. Some of them have braids, some of them have dreads. And then I noticed the men, they're getting like these beards, man, in waves. Not only that, younger people are bringing back the box, the ramp. I mean, y'all remember the ramp. You like, dang, that's the slope. You can jump over with a bike, take some skiing lessons on that slope. Bring it back to Gumby. And I remember when I was in college, um, the Jewish guy, he had a fro. He used to play piano with me, right? And he said, yeah, I got the Jew fro. It's like, man, I just happened to be over in Romans 3, 28 and 29. Let me read it to you real quick. Come on, mighty Mike and Mike. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles towels also seeing it is one god which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith do we then make void the law through faith god forbid yea we establish the law come on so what this is saying is that we are jews that we are jews inwardly as a matter of fact romans 2 and 29 points it out but he is a jew which is one inwardly and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of god see that this means if i get a fro i'll have a jew fro what y'all think how y'all think i look this is your boy mighty mikey mike thanks for tuning in to the inspired by faith broadcast For there's purpose planned for me And I will not die in the midst of my wars For there's victory in me And it's the anointing of the oil that covers me It's by His blood I've been set free
Next up is the Leaders of Faith show with Pastor Michael Bailey. Good morning, good morning, Leaders of Faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's message is called Consider the Land. That's right, Consider the Land. And the foundation scripture for this message is found over in Proverbs 24, 30 through 32. And it reads, I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and needles had covered the face thereof and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well and I looked upon it and received instruction. Hey, Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for all that you do. I ask that you bless the people of God that's listening to the sound of my voice. Jesus, I thank you for breathing the word of God in my heart, putting it in my mouth, and allowing me to speak to the nations. Holy Spirit, I ask that you grow the word that's sown in the people of God's hearts right now, and that it will manifest, and they will take action upon the word, that they will consider the land in Jesus' name. I ask that I speak this word boldly and that it is unhindered and unchecked by any outside force in jesus mighty name amen and amen consider the land so someone asked me one day how i felt about reparations mm, yep they talking about that 40 acres in a mule promised to the descendants of slaves now at one point in my young life i was in pride i was like i don't need reparations i can do it myself you see growing up in an all-black household well some of my cousins were of a lighter complexion but most of us were of the darker hue we were taught to love family and to fend for ourselves to take care of family we were taught to work hard not big and not to take handouts somebody say black power black pride power to the people now there was nothing wrong with working hard nor providing for family that's honorable the problem is when god is giving you the desires of your heart and you don't take it you don't take the harvest you see even as a servant you were faithful to another man. Your ancestors were faithful to another man. So God promised to give you your own. As a matter of fact, he owns it all and all things are yours. So through reading the word of God, I thought to myself about that 40 acres and a mule. I can do something with the land, grow my own food without pesticides, eat like Daniel did without my food being processed with preservatives, of course. I can even sell a small portion of my land or let someone build on it so I can be richer by the day. So yes, I will take my 40 acres in a caterpillar truck unashamed how about that so let's look at some scripture turn with me if you will to deuteronomy 6 10 through 12 and it reads and it shall be when the lord thy god shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers to abraham to isaac and to jacob to give thee great and goodly cities mm. which thou buildest not and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not and wells digged which thou diggest not vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not when thou shalt have eaten and be full then beware lest thou forget the lord which brought thee forth out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage come on now they're getting the whole nine you're supposed to get the whole nine going from the house of bondage to goodly godly houses that are paid in 
full. Amen. You know, when I look at the children of Israel, Joseph was sown as a slave into Egypt. So coming out of Egypt, their reparation was to spoil the Egyptians. This was because of Joseph who helped Egypt prosper in famine. All the nations came down to Egypt to pay and eat. It made Egypt rich. Now the children of Israel, because of Joseph, came out slumped over with gold, silver, cattle, no sickness, you name it, destined to take Canaan land. Amen. Will you consider the land? Well, I'll take my 40 acres and some office buildings with that. Thank you, kind sir. Thank you, kind miss. Got the hookup. So let's look at who considered the land. Let's look at the Proverbs 31 woman. Yep, she considered the land. Let's read Proverbs 31 and 16. And it reads, she considered a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. So the Proverbs 31 woman is a virtuous woman on the move just like the widowed woman in 2 Kings 4, whose two boys were about to be sold into slavery. The Proverbs 31 woman uses her gift of seed and plants a vineyard. We know that the widowed woman over in 2 Kings 4, her seed was the save but a bottle of oil, and it prospered her. She shut the door and listened to Holy Spirit that gives the plan. Once she opened the door, the prophet said, go sell the vessels and live off the rest. She considered, we must consider, we must be guided by Holy Spirit who leads us to all truth. He gives us the plan on how how to make and distribute and replenish the product. So after the Proverbs 31 woman communed with Holy Spirit, she bought the field and planted on it. She was diligent about God's business. Folks, we must be diligent on what God shows us. You know that the diligent bear rule, so make haste. Now, the Proverbs 31 woman didn't just buy the field and say, I got land. No, she put the land to use. Put what you own, put the gift that you have to use so it can help you thrive. The gift makes room and bring you before great man. Amen. So she planted the vineyard. This means she could sell product and eat off the land. Say amen to that. Amen. So this gives us a picture that the land is important. God brings us wealth through the land. I heard a minister say that the land is the believer's birthright. So get with the developers, see the needs of the community and buy the land. Consider the land. Psalms 24 and 1 says that the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So as a joint heir with Christ Jesus, it's yours too. Joshua 1 and 3 says, is every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have i given unto you as i said unto moses so consider the land like jesus you know jesus took the land by force and nations by love he was on a consistent move to the cross to recover all he said the kingdom of god is at hand jesus said I come that you might have life more abundantly. See that? Living the abundant life. Consider the lamb. Not only that, Jesus died taking captivity captive. He rose with all power in his hand and he is the Lord of the harvest which is us. He considered us. God considered us. John 3:16. How about that? You know, based on Romans 10 and 9, we must believe. Proverbs 24, 3 through 4 says, through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding is it established, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You see, wisdom is your sister, and understanding is your kinswoman and jesus is our kinsman redeemer so consider the land just like jesus redeemed the donkey or colt or both based on how you read it in mark or matthew because someone saw a double portion jesus sent his disciples forth along with a word of faith to collect they got to the location and were like the lord has need of him sir the man let the property go he let the donkey go he was like boy these disciples got faith well it be more with them than be with me so he let the donkey go look we must send faith Faith is our title deed to redeem what is already ours. Amen. Consider the land. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen.
Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, TrinityStoneChristianFellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey. If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered with the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email. Prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. Did I ever get this far? After all I've been through, still you hold my heart. How did you pull me through the dark? If it weren't for you, the healing couldn't start I never knew I could find peace Until you found me Showed me who I could be And now I know that this is the good life Never look back when I traded for a day me dead inside You gave me the truth and I had lies Showed me you're the only one who satisfies I never knew I could find peace Until you found me Showed me who I could be And now I know that this is the good
You gave me something that was way beyond me I'm finally living on it, the heart that is free Out of the dark right way you want me to be And now I know that this is the good Next up, we'll be hearing from D. Michelle, You Belong. Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author D. Michelle, encouraging you to remove that label, that title, that position, or even that social media status and focus on your kingdom status by knowing you belong to God first. And when God is first, that's when you can fit in even when you don't because you know you belong. Mark Whitaker is an Ivy League PhD and, and was one of the highest ranked executives Today's in the Fortune 500 company is to become a whistleblower Ugh. in U.S. history. Are we really going and there? And he's responsible yep, for uncovering the ADM crisis in the early Proverbs 1618. Whitaker holds the position of chief operating officer, COO, and a haughty spirit before president of operations. I'm not this so happy work about with the FBI, it, but I know I'm happy to be in good company because I doubt there's anyone listening in who has a struggle with pride for time Matt Damon in the movie called The Informant. And I think most noteworthy of all is that and that's Christ first and foremost and God, then we can rest and we can release and really strip ourselves off of the pride of life and rest in belonging to God. And I'm excited today because I have a very special guest who has walked this journey in a very unique way. He is an ex-FBI informant. Yep, I said it right, an ex-FBI informant. He is also an ex-inmate. Yes, you heard it right. He's been to prison. But guess what else? He belongs to God, y'all. And he's a senior executive at a major corporation now, and he has a wonderful story. It was even turned into, it wasn't so wonderful at the time, I'm sure, but it was even turned into a movie. So I'm excited to share with you our special guest today and excerpts from our interview with Thank Mr. Mark Whitaker. I think that's so important, and it took me, I'll share a testimony, my, part of my testimony with you, sure. if I could. Sure, and sure. When I look at me and myself when I was in my early 30s, I worked uh, at age 32. I was divisional president of one of the largest companies in the world known as Archer Daniels Midland, commonly known as ADM. And they're the 56th largest company on the Fortune 500 then, a $70 billion company then. They're almost a $100 billion a year company today. And we had 30,000 employees. And I was the fourth highest ranked executive during that time. I was divisional president of their fastest growing division and corporate vice president of the company. And I, and I and I didn't have Jesus Christ in my life. I was going to church. Mark my parents forced and me his to wife Ginger have stayed married over 30 years and kept their family together. They have three children. And so welcome to the show, Mark Whitaker. That when I got married and, and had children, but boy, it took me to age 41 and over there between going to church and, and having Jesus Christ 
in your heart and actually having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and actually surrendering uh, your life to Jesus Christ. And, boy, what a huge difference. Uh, going to church, we're just going through the motion. So, I, I, you know, I have an example in my own life. Where I, um, it's actually at a time when I really almost gave up hope on life and, and actually even attempted suicide uh, because of the case, the ADM case, which is a huge white-collar scandal, and it was very public, so a lot of people probably know about it. That happened in the early ni- 1990s. It was... I was undercover mm-hmm. from 1992 to 1995. Uh, actually, the longest pers- longest duration of anybody in history to wear a wire. I wore a wire every day for three years to work for the oh. FBI. And uh, during that t- time, it was uh, definitely some turmoil, some dark hours. And 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 it's because of this case, I ended up going to the federal prison. And when I knew I had to go to fr- federal prison, I really really gave up on life and and tried to take my own life. And someone read about that in, in the newspaper. This would have been the fall of uh, 1997, so about 16 years ago. It would have been September 1997. And they mm-hmm. reached out to me. It was with an organization called Christian Businessmen Connection, CBMC. And I didn't even know what CBMC was. And this gentleman, Ian Howells, reached out to me. And, and mm-hmm. he came to my home, and he, and he was a stranger to me. I didn't know him. You know, I never knew, met him and didn't know him. And he talked about how actually going to prison with what I was going through would be the beginning of my life, not the end. And I would find my true purpose in life through the adversities that I was going through. And I had a tough time understanding at that stage, but boy, how right he was. And he went through what's called Operation Timothy, which is the, the program that CBMC uses. And uh, it's a little bit more than, than, than a Bible study. It's, it includes Bible study, but it's more than that. It's really, it's really one-on-one discipleship program where he got involved in my life and, and and then another person reached out to me named Chuck Colson who went to prison much earlier, 20 years earlier for the Watergate scandal. He was water, White House counsel for President Nixon and he reached out mm-hmm. to me about that same period of time and so I had two wonderful mentors to to work with me and, 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 and really I did, they led me to Jesus Christ. They planted that seed and they led me to Jesus Christ and it, it's amazing how my life completely changed in the last 15 years, how remarkable it was by having God a part of my life. Right, right. And just to close out, recap, going back to that scripture was in Proverbs 16, 18, and what you described going through, I mean, that time in your life prior to um, trying to take your own life, there was a lot of pride there. And so pride goes before destruction it's what the scripture says, it's pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And it's just interesting how the enemy twisted around where amidst the scandal and God was even giving you a way out being an informant, but that pride even tried to come in and attack yourself to try to take your own life. And so um, we just praise God for the people who reached out and did turn things around. And what was spoken of your life is true and has been true, but it was actually through that you found your true purpose and true identity in Christ. Yeah. And pride did get in my way, and I, I can uh, never forget when my wife, one time uh, after I was undercover for a couple of years wearing a wire every day and a lot of dark days, meeting the FBI at 6 every morning where they would shave my chest and hook microphones to my mm-hmm. chest, and that was 6 a.m. every wow. morning for three years. I had to meet wow. four different FBI agents to do that, and then 6 o'clock to midnight, two nights a week to turn over tapes in this huge white-collar, one of the largest price-fixing cases in U.S. history that involved the mm-hmm. theft of a billion dollars a year of uh, stealing from our own customers with this international cartel that was being formed. And I was the informant 
to help expose that case for the FBI. And I can remember my wife telling me one time, is she said, boy, you need God in your life. Uh, only God is going to change your life and give you that peace and contentment that you really are looking for. And, and I can remember telling her, answering back, and the example of pride getting in the way. And again, this was before I had mm-hmm. Christ in my life. This would have been 1994, and I didn't have my mm-hmm. Christ in my life until 98. But I can remember telling her then, I can remember saying, well, who needs God? I'm going to be president of the 56th largest company in America. That was my reply to her. So that's a, that's a perfect example of pride, the enemy wow. getting in the way. Did you hear that? That's how big pride can get in our life, in all of our lives. None of us, um, we may not have done it to that degree or said it outright, but maybe our actions indicated that before God. And we just thank God for his grace and his mercy and his love that covers all sin and still reveals our purpose. Let's hear the rest of Mark's story. I don't know what my purpose was yet, but I felt strongly that God would lead me to that purpose. And boy, he did. And he did. And I learned the purpose for me was, and what he led me to, was that was serving other people. And it wasn't myself. It wasn't about a title and how quick I can move up the corporate ladder and being a top executive at age 32 and and, and on and on and on, and being a Cornell Ph.D., it was all about serving others. And God gifted me with that education. He gifted me with that dialect, not to use for myself, but to help others. And at $20 a month in prison, which most people would be devastated, I found that it was so rewarding because I had the chance to help hundreds of guys get to learn how to read, help hundreds of guys get to learn how to read and learn how to write and get their GEDs. And, and actually, for the first time in my life, use my education to help others instead of myself. Mm-hmm. So what was Mark's path out of pride? One, there was mentorship we talked about earlier. But two, it was serving others. When we forget about ourselves and serve others, knowing that we are Christ's ambassadors, we belong to him, and we are here to be examples of those who do belong to him. And how do we do that? Serving one another and simply loving one another. Our path out of pride. Thank you for listening in today. Be blessed. Thanks for listening in to this week's episode of You Belong. I want to speak life over you today. Every person listening, I want you to understand that no matter where you've been or where you might currently find yourself, it's not over. When God is in it, there is no limit, new breeze. It's not over, it's not finished, it's 
Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the inspired by faith broadcast. Well, it's been real mighty mikey mike has to take off i have to go i gotta do something else but i pray that you all be blessed blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed when you come and blessed when you go be blessed amen hey tune in to the on demand inspired by faith broadcast it is a new wave of faith-based radio listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net that's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net 